Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Fear, panic, and misinformation. That's what our governments, journalists, and inevitably our fellow citizens want to spread around the world. You know what I'm talking about. We're all experiencing a very strange moment in human history right now. Some believe it came out of nowhere. Others believe it was all planned. I'm not here to talk about that specifically, but I am here to give you something to think about. In this new, instantly connected, always online, everything right now age that we live in, Information is more abundant and accessible than ever before in the history of humanity. It's easier than ever to generate and spread your ideas around the world in seconds. But that also means it's easier than ever to manufacture false information and spread it around the world in seconds. Hundreds of thousands, perhaps millions, of people around the world are losing their jobs, their businesses, and thus a way to feed themselves and their families. Many healthcare systems seem to be overwhelmed with the number of sick people that need medical attention. Schools are closed. Almost all quote-unquote unessential travel has stopped. People's human rights are being violated in the name of national security. It's times like these that people run to their social media accounts and talk about their rights. We have the right to social services and government aid. We have the right to be informed. We have the right to freely express ourselves. We have the right to stay home. We have the right to go to work. It's much more difficult, however, to find somebody who's screaming about responsibility. With every right comes responsibility. Personal responsibility. With the right to information and the freedom to express oneself comes the responsibility to think critically about the information being processed and also about the information you're going to spread to other people, you know? These days, in my experience, 
it's much easier to find people who consume insane amounts of information without verifying the integrity of the source. Then they listen to what people around them are saying. Then they use their emotional reaction to form their opinion about a particular situation. There's no research. There's no questioning. There's no debate. Just recycling whatever information your cell phone sends to you. Something really big is happening and nobody really knows, you know, what the hell it actually is. You know what I'm saying? It's the perfect storm. You find it quite easy, in fact, to manipulate large numbers of people when they don't know what the hell is really going on. It's even easier to manipulate those people when they think they know what the hell is really going on. Have you ever played the game of chess before? That's the situation in which we find ourselves today. Lots of people are so confident that they, and only they, know what's really happening, and that they know what's best. We have to protect ourselves from the threats. This is a serious situation. People are dying. I saw it on CNN, so it must be true. Obama said it, so it must be true. But Trump said it, so it must be a lie. These types of logical fallacies and cognitive biases really keep us from making smart decisions. And thinking about these things made me remember an album that was released back during a similarly chaotic time in 2004. So I'd like to play a song from that album by the American punk rock band Green Day. And the name of the song is American Idiot, which is also the name of the album. And this song was released one year after the Iraq war started under the former U.S. President George W. Bush. And this song, much like the album, is a reflection of that time in the United States. After the attacks on the Twin Towers and the Pentagon in 2001, the entire country was shaken. People were terrified and confused, and President Bush used this as the perfect excuse to start a war. So in this song, you're going to hear uh, Billy Joe Armstrong, you know, the, the leader of the band, talk about the mentality of the American people, the tactics of the, the, the American government, and how confusion and misinformation and fear and terror, all these things can be used to manipulate the minds of the masses, to manipulate the minds of the people and make them believe things that aren't really based on any facts or reality. You know what I'm saying? So he touches on these things and maybe some other things that I didn't mention in this one song, but over the course of the entire album as well. But for now, uh, we're just going to talk about the song because the message of this particular song, I feel like I said song 20 times just now. The message of this particular song applies 100% to what we're living today. And it's the reason for this episode. So let's listen to the song. And after that, I'll explain each line to make sure you understand everything. All right. So again, the name of the song is American Idiot. And we're going to check it out now. Here we go.
that shit right there, man. All right, y'all. Hopefully you enjoyed the music. And don't feel bad if you didn't understand all the words or the main idea. Because now we're going to go through line by line. And I'll explain everything to the best of my ability to make sure you understand. All right, so let's take a look at the first line. Don't want to be an American idiot. Now, many people believe that Billy Joe Armstrong, the lead singer, was referring to George Bush when he wrote this line, saying that George Bush was an idiot for starting a pointless war. But we don't know for sure if that's what he meant. But even if he really is talking about George Bush, I also think he's talking about Americans in general. I think he's talking about a type of person, not just one person in particular. The type of person that would believe, you know, and blindly follow a man like George Bush or any man like George Bush. You see what I'm saying? All right. So let's go to the next line. Don't want a nation under the new mania. Now, this is another line we're not totally sure about because some people think he said under the new mania. And others think he said under the new media. And it's hard to say for sure. I think he said media, which makes more sense to me. It seems that he's referring to a nation whose thoughts and beliefs are controlled by the mainstream media, which is only interested in telling lies to create a certain narrative in the mind of the public. But if you think about him saying the word mania, then you could interpret the message as him saying, I don't want to live in this new, chaotic, fear-driven USA. You see, America saw a drastic change in terms of national security after September 11th. You know, more difficult security checks when you're trying to fly to other places or longer lines at customs when you're trying to enter the country. You know what I'm saying? And America's constant fear of terrorism and being under attack is also what gave people a reason to support the idea of starting the war in Iraq. You see? All right, let's get on to the next line. And can you hear the sound of hysteria? Now, the hysteria in this line refers to the panic in America after the September 11th attacks. You know, after watching 3,000 people literally jumping from burning buildings and or being crushed under those same buildings, because somebody purposely flew a plane into them on national TV, you can imagine that people are going to be a little scared, right? So he's just referring to that feeling that um, you could feel <laughs> after the September 11th attacks took place. Okay, so let's go to the next line. The subliminal mindfuck America. The subliminal mindfuck America. So subliminal is another word for subconsciously, right? Perceived by or affecting someone's mind without them being aware of it. So he's saying that the government and the media are putting these ideas and insecurities into your subconscious mind through fake news and fear of terrorism. So you start to think and believe things that aren't even based on facts or reality. Even if they don't totally make sense to you. You're just so afraid and confused because your own government is fucking with your mind. You see what I'm saying? All right. So 
let's get on to the chorus, all right? Welcome to a new kind of tension all across the alien nation where everything isn't meant to be okay. Now, I believe that Billy Joe is saying that this is a new world order. You know, the world will never be the same after the attacks in 2001 or the war in Iraq, which lasted eight years and was ended by another president. A whole new level of fear, control, security, and panic will be our reality very soon. So saying welcome is a little ironic, you know? The second line can be interpreted in a few different ways because you could say it's a clever play on words when he says the alien nation, right? Because alien is something foreign, something from another planet, from another place. But at the same time, to feel alienated means to feel isolated, to feel alone, to feel not a part of the group, you know? So you could interpret him as saying, this is a nation where very strange things happen, where we feel isolated, we feel cut off from each other, from what's really happening, from the truth. You know, also the word alien is used to refer to immigrants, and this is a country of immigrants, right? So it's hard to say what he really, really meant with this line because it can be interpreted in many different ways, all right? And the third line is meant to be taken literally, right? The government and the media want us to believe that we're in constant danger and everything is going to end tragically, right? We will never be safe. That's the idea. All right, so let's get on to the next three lines. Television dreams of tomorrow. We're not the ones who are meant to follow, for that's enough to argue. Now, Billy Joe references the concept of the media controlling a lot of the ideologies of society, right? Putting the lie of the American dream into the modern era. You see what I'm saying? Now, lines two and three are not so clear to me. I've been listening to this song for years, and I'm still not exactly sure what he meant to say when he said, we're not the ones who are meant to follow, for that's enough to argue. You could interpret the lines as him saying that he's not the type of person that's going to simply follow the crowd and believe what everyone else believes. But like I said, I'm not totally sure about that one. All right. All right. So let's get on to verse two. Well, maybe I'm the faggot, America. Well, maybe I'm the faggot, America. The word faggot or fag for short is a pejorative term or a, a slur that's used to degrade gay men. So what does that have to do with this song, this context? Well, According to the interviews that I read with Billy Joe Armstrong, he identifies as bisexual. And he even wrote about that in a song called Coming Clean way back in 1994. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. Now, again, what does this have to do with what we're currently talking about? Hang on. Uh, had to burp real quick. All right. Some people believe that this line serves as a cry of defiance or rebellion you know, because the word faggot isn't just used to degrade gay men anymore. A lot of times people will use that word just to call you a bitch. Like you're soft, you're weak, you know, you're feminine, you're a punk. You know what I'm saying? You're just not strong. 
you're not uh, a real man. You see what I'm saying? So when he says, maybe I'm the faggot, he's referring to the fact that many times activists or people who advocate for social change or simply oppose things like war or other conservative ideas in general, people like this are normally called faggots by people on the right. And people on the right have a reputation for being really conservative rednecks. You see what I'm saying? What's a redneck, you might ask? Well, you're going to find out in the next line. So just stay with me, because in just a second, it's going to start to make more sense. I'm not a part of a redneck agenda. I'm not a part of the redneck agenda. All right, so with this line, Billy is kind of separating himself from what we call rednecks. All right, which, you know... It's hard to explain what this is, but he's trying to separate himself from the working class, white, conservative Americans, you know, that that support the ideas that George Bush was proposing at the time, like war, for example. Now, what exactly is a redneck? A redneck is like a derogatory term for, let's say, working class white Americans that we perceive as unsophisticated. You know, maybe they're out from the country, they live on farms. You know what I'm saying? Uh, They love assault rifles and gun rights and they think that God hates gay people. Like, I'm not saying what a redneck is. I'm just trying to give you a description of the idea that you should understand when someone uses this word. You see what I'm saying? It's, It's similar to calling somebody a cracker or a hillbilly or white trash. You know, redneck is kind of grouped into that category of derogatory terms for working class white people. All right, so Billy, when he says, maybe I'm the faggot, I'm not a part of the redneck agenda, what he's saying is, you conservative, racist, homophobic whites, you hillbillies, you rednecks, you know, if you if you think I'm a faggot just because I oppose war, I oppose your conservative ideas, if you think that makes me soft, if you think that makes me a bitch, then maybe I am the faggot, you know? If not supporting war and racism and homophobia makes me a faggot i guess i am you see so it's kind of ironic in a way the way he wrote this okay now let's get on to the next lines now everybody do the propaganda now everybody do the propaganda all right so this line well first let me explain the word propaganda just in case you don't understand it propaganda is information especially biased information or misleading information that's used to promote or publicize a particular political cause or a particular point of view, okay? But with this line, it's kind of like a joke or a play on words because when you're at a concert, for example, and the person with the microphone says, everybody do the dot, 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 like insert name of dance here. They're just telling you to do a particular dance. So if I say do the cha-cha means I want you to do the cha-cha dance if I say do the electric slide do the electric slide dance you see so when he says everybody do the propaganda I interpret this line as him saying everybody dance around like fucking idiots dance to the beat of their drum so to speak it's a really ironic play on words right everybody let's be fucking idiots like they want us to you see all right Let's get on to the next line. 
and sing along to the age of paranoia. Alright, now in this line he continues the idea of dancing to their tune or dancing to the beat of their drum by saying, sing along. Okay, and this just means sing the song with me. Alright, so again, he's just being ironic. So the idea, the total or the complete idea is, come on everybody, let's all follow the crowd like fucking idiots. Let's believe whatever they tell us. Let's all be afraid of tomorrow. You see what I'm saying? That's the idea. Alright, let's get on to the next lines. I feel like those four lines right there are pretty self-explanatory. I don't want to be the American idiot, and we've already kind of identified the character that he's describing when he says American idiot. One nation controlled by the media, another thing that he does not want. Information age of hysteria, which again is something we're living today. Just all of this information constantly being, being sent to you at all times, 24 hours a day, trying to make you afraid, trying to make you panic, trying to make you fear the worst possible scenario. And that last line, it's calling out to idiot America. The way I interpret this line is him saying, this is my cry, this is my call to action. I'm trying to send this message to America, like wake the fuck up and understand what's going on. Not everything is the way it seems. You see what I'm saying? Use your fucking mind, man. That's the way I interpret this line. So, you might be asking yourself, what exactly does this have to do with the COVID-19 situation in the USA in 2020? Well, the connection I see between 2001 and 2020 is now, just like then, the entire world is terrified and confused about what's going on. Personally, I think 9-11 was an inside job, just like the coronavirus outbreak. And then, just like now, an alarmingly large amount of people are ready and willing to believe whatever they see and hear on their TVs or their mobile devices. In 2001, everyone was afraid of the radical Islamic terrorists. Why? Because the TV said that radical Islamic terrorists were the ones who orchestrated the attack on the United States of America. But does that make it true? In 2020, everyone's afraid of a virus that came seemingly out of nowhere and is killing hundreds of thousands of people. Why? Because the TV said that's what's happening. But does that make it true? Time and time again throughout history, we've seen our corrupt governments and corporations use mass media to control and manipulate people who are too lazy or afraid or emotional to stop and think for themselves. So why would this time be any different? Now look, I'm just one man. And the only thing I know is that I know nothing. So I'm not trying to make it sound like I have the truth and everything you know is a lie. My intention is simply to encourage you to stop and ask yourself what you really believe. Stop and think about where you get your information from. Stop and think about whether you're using logic or emotion to draw conclusions. This might help you to identify some faulty patterns of thought that you maintain and thus open your mind to a better way of thinking, you know. Now, with everything I've said up to this point, you might be thinking, so you're saying I shouldn't believe anything? I shouldn't trust the news networks? 
I shouldn't trust my president even if I like him. I shouldn't trust anyone. And my response to those valid questions would be some other valid questions. When have you ever been able to believe something without first having some kind of solid evidence that it was true? When have you ever been able to trust a national news network? When have you ever been able to trust your president? When have you ever been absolutely sure that you understand how the world works? So yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. One of the most sacred principles in the American criminal justice system is that the person being charged with the crime is innocent until proven guilty. In other words, the prosecution must prove beyond a reasonable doubt that the person being charged with the crime actually committed the crime. However, one of the most sacred principles in the arena of logic and science is that a claim must not be considered true until it has been proven to be true. In other words, if somebody makes a claim, they must support that claim with evidence. That evidence must then be tested and verified as valid before being accepted. So in a situation like the one in which we currently find ourselves, it's extremely hard or perhaps impossible to test and verify all of the information that the government and news outlets give us. Not to mention all the personal opinions and conjecture that you see on social media applications. So I'm not saying we should all become criminal investigators on a mission to debunk every single statement that comes out of the White House or the CNN headquarters. But we are being fed a lot of information that smells like fish. And the people who are making the claims have a responsibility to prove that what they're saying is true. There's a deadly virus that started in Wuhan, China. But how do we know that? The virus is highly contagious and transmitted through the air and on surfaces. Are you sure? Hundreds of thousands of people are testing positive for this virus. But how are they being tested? And what exactly are they being tested for? Hundreds of thousands of people are dying because of this virus. How do you know that? We need to stay home and protect not only ourselves, but the people around us. How is staying home going to protect people? Should the people delivering food stay home? Should the people who operate public transportation stay home? Should the people who provide clean water, gas, and electricity stay home as well? Or just the people that don't make a difference in my daily life? The government should be sending money to all the citizens until this situation is over. But where is that money going to come from? What happens to the economy when everyone is receiving money, but nobody's working or providing services? What happens to small and medium-sized businesses when the government forces them to close while the biggest corporations continue to run and make money? Corporations like Walmart, Amazon, Facebook, they've all seen a 30% increase in their online sales and their stock prices are at a record high right now. We're not talking about some of the biggest companies in the USA. We're talking about some of the biggest economic players in the world. Meanwhile, the number of running small businesses 
in the U.S. at least, has decreased by 40%. It seems to me that there's at least a small possibility that this isn't just about a virus. All of the economic and thus political power is being centralized while the masses are running around scared of something they don't even understand. Everyone's attention is being directed towards a flu-like virus while many more important things are happening behind the scenes. In the words of Malcolm X, the media is the most powerful entity on earth. They have the power to make the innocent guilty and the guilty innocent. And that's power because they control the minds of the masses. So again, I'm just one man. I don't have all the facts, but I do have the ability to think critically and pay attention. I believe that in a situation in which we can't verify all of the information being presented to us, we must, at the very least, question what's being said. We must refuse the temptation to take the easy way out and simply believe whatever mommy and daddy tell us. This is your right as a human being and your responsibility as a productive citizen. In my humble opinion. Now I'd argue that the USA is the leading exporter of culture. People around the world are consuming the American dream, whatever the hell that is, the American lifestyle, the American media, American entertainment, and American products. But is this really what you want? I'd encourage you to go a bit deeper into who and what the United States of America really is. And I hope At the very least, you'll have a clearer image in your mind when you imagine the land of freedom and opportunity. Now don't get me wrong, it truly is a great country. This is not a fuck America episode, you feel me? I'm just saying that every great country, like every great human being, has its dark side. But, I guess that's it for this episode, man. So if you've made it to the end, I'd like to thank you for your time and attention. I hope you enjoyed the show. And this has been another episode of Life in English. I'm your host, Tony Kaizen, and I'll talk to you later. Peace! Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.